And folks, this segment of the show is brought to you by TaylorMade and the TaylorMade TP5 and TP5X golf balls. Played by Ricky Fowler, John Rahm, Rory McIlroy, Dustin Johnson, and Jason Day. And it's the hottest tour ball in golf. You know those names, but thousands of other golfers have already made the switch to TaylorMade TP5 and TP5X. And now both the TP5 and TP5X are available in high visible yellow. And I love the yellow ball. Now it's your turn to make the switch. Check it out online by going to TaylorMadeGolf.com for more information. All right, now back with me is our resident director of instruction, Tom Patry. You can visit him and improve your game at Esplanade Golf and Country Club in Naples, Florida. He's a road warrior now. He's going to be coming all over the country, so you need to stay up to date with where you can find TP. You can visit him at his new indoor facility when he's down in Naples, which looks absolutely fantastic. You can also download the V1 video app and send him videos of your golf swing through there. Or send him a question via his website, TomPatry.com. You can also subscribe to his newsletter while you're on his site. Tom is also a member of the Titleist Leadership Advisory Board. He was a two-time first-team All-American at Florida Southern, and he won the Division II National Championship back in 1981. He was inducted into their Sports Hall of Fame in 2004. And like I mentioned a moment ago, he's got his own show now on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Instagram Live with some really fantastic guests. And it's always a privilege to have him back as part of the show. Hey, TP, how are you, my friend? Chrissy boy! Always love to hear that voice. What's up, big All man? right, my friend. I'm fine. How, I know you're. I know you're out on the road now. You're. Uh, you're going to be hither and yon. So, update us with what's going on with you, TP. Well, before we, uh, before I get roasted by you tonight, which I'm sure you, you get something up your sleeve as usual. I just want everybody to know. I want to ask, ask you a question. How, how long have we been doing the show together now? Oh, geez. Uh, I guess about three years, three four years. Okay. And and how many times have I invited you to Naples, Florida, in three years? Conservative. Oh, I can't. Uh, I can't count that high. Okay, so folks, I, for all the listeners out there, I want them to know that I left Naples, Florida, early yesterday morning. And I drove from Naples, Florida. I, I'm now in Carmel, Indiana, where I'm going to be teaching this week at Prairie View. I'm, I'm here once a once a week, one week a month. Excuse me. June, July, August. Driving up 75, I called my friend Chris Mascaro because I knew I was going to be heading right through Atlanta and said, Chris, let's get together. I'll pull over, have a little dinner or something like that. And Chris goes, well, you know, I'm, I'm kind of locked down because of COVID. My wife, my wife won't let me, you know, do it. I can't, I can't, I can't go, ba, 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 ba. <laughs> I was like, what? I, I, was like, I was like, what, what? I said, dude, I've been locked in my house for, for about a year now. I am safe. No, 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 I can't, I can't, I don't think I can, you know, I drove right by the You can't trust Tom Patrick. And, and, and by the way, he said, just wave at me as you go by. Wave off at 75, just kind of wave at me as you go by. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Anyway, I'm in Carmel, Indiana. I I touched down today. I uh, checked out my new digs at Prairie Review. I met the staff there, wonderful people, nice teaching facility. So I started at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. And that kicks off the Tom Patry Summer Tour. So now you've got to tell yeah, our yeah, our yeah. listeners where 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 you're going to be. You got all kinds of. You're going to be hither and yon. You're going to be Indiana, Pittsburgh, uh, Saratoga, yeah, I mean, yeah. New York. Yeah, I mean, where are you going to be, and how can they stay up to date with where that is? Well, my 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 make believe schedule is posted on my website on my homepage. Because as you know, I'm going from uh, Indiana this week, ten through seventeen. I'm going to Pittsburgh to work with a college player, one of my college players for two days, and then I'm 
It's only a couple of miles away. I spent two days at Oakmont with Bob Ford, play a little golf at Oakmont. And then I am supposed to go to New York to do a couple of guest schools before I go to Saratoga. But right now, with this COVID situation, a lot of clubs can't have guests on property. And I'm kind of on a hold, in a holding pattern, which is beyond bizarre because, you know, we've never gone through any of this before. You know, I'm the guy who always has a schedule planned out six months in advance, know exactly where I'm going to be. And right now, really, Chris, truthfully, it's kind of, it's kind of bizarre. Everything's kind of on hold because some clubs you can go to and teach, some clubs you can't go to and teach. Uh, and then the Saratoga schools, which really interesting, people are usually knocking the door down for that thing because it's so fun up there. But they're really scared to travel and, and book hotels right now. So everybody's like, yeah, we're going to be there, but nobody's really sent the deposit check in yet. You know, so everybody's <laughs> kind of playing cat and mouse, cat and mouse. I feel like Dean Smith in the four corner offense here at the end of the game. Um, so <laughs> it, it, it's, it's all to be determined. And then, out of nowhere, uh, I, I told you about this a little earlier today, um, I just got uh, a wonderful piece of news. Uh, uh, there's a thing out there, for those of you who don't know out there listening, there's a thing called the Dormy Network, which is composed of six really wonderful clubs around the country, and they just asked me to be a Dormy Club Ambassador, which basically means I can bring groups uh, to any one of their six clubs around the country and, and teach and stay. Uh, they've got wonderful accommodations, great, great. Each club has an unbelievable chef, food and beverage. And the club I'll spend the most time at, I think, this summer as a test run, is called Hidden Creek, which is just outside of Atlantic City, New Jersey. It's a court French, of course. So I think if I get blocked in any of these schools in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to fly. I'm going to zoom down to New Jersey. Uh, I've been to Hidden Creek before. I played the office. It's a really good court French. And uh, just get down there and get the feel for the the land and what they've done there. They built a cottage on property, uh, a, a t- nice teaching building. I'm uh, just going to go down there and test the waters a little bit and, uh, and meet the staff. So that's a new addition to TP's locations around the world. <laughs> well, the, the best news out of all of that is it's not just me that's afraid of Tom Patrick and the, and the COVID and the, <laughs> and the lockdown. See, I'm not alone. I feel better now. <laughs> right, correct. You're absolutely correct. Tom, and also, like I mentioned in your intro, you're you're doing your own show now on Thursday nights at 8 o'clock uh, p.m. Eastern Time on Instagram Live. You had Jimmy Roberts, a fantastic interview this past week, and you've got a, a, a long list of wonderful guests. Talk about your show. Yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. It came out of nowhere, cause it, really, because of COVID. I mean, I was, I was looking for things to do. I was so bored. And, and Instagram allows you to do this live platform. So I said, well, you know, I saw some other guys doing it. So I said, why can't I do this? And I started going through my database. And as you know, I mean, it's, it's, it, and I started really looking at my database. I said, man, there's, there's some great people in here. You know, so I, I've had Damon Hack on from the Golf Channel. I had Melissa McNamara, who's the head women's coach at Auburn. Uh, I had Jimmy Roberts from NBC Sports this past week. I got Brian Finney from V1, who's the president and CEO of V1, uh, which is going to be a really good discussion about technology and video platforms. This coming week, Buddy Alexander, who's a retired University of Florida men's coach, a uh, uh, U.S. amateur champion and former Walker Cup player the following week. And, and we got a lot of people kind of in the wings for the future that are, you know, either tour players, teachers, uh, administrators in the world of golf, uh, you know, people who run different tours around the world, um, you know, as, as far as professional tours and, and, uh, and, and players. So it should be, it's really kind of, kind of falling in my lap and it's been fun uh 
Jimmy was, as you said, Jimmy was on this past week. He's an old friend. I, I actually go back to my Westchester days in the middle 90s with him. And, uh, you know, you, you know how hard Chris is to get guests to, to confirm a time and a date, you know, to do these things. I, I'm realizing how hard your job really is. But uh, all those guys are friends, and, and the, you know, they're all saying, yeah, we'll do it. Oh, it's on a Thursday night at 8 o'clock. Well, that's not really no good thing. Can we do it another time? No, we have to be consistent with the time. So I'm starting to learn the Christmas Carol challenges of doing a show. Um, <laughs> but I'm having fun with it. I'm having a lot of fun with it. And we got we got some great people lined up that are committed already going forward. So uh, we're going to do it every Thursday night at 8 o'clock um, from Hell or High Water. And uh, there's some really neat people that are, that are hanging in the wings in the future that have really uh, pulled your socks off. So I'm really excited about it. Tell the story about uh, how you and Jimmy Roberts met. So Jimmy, um, Jimmy, for people who don't know, really cut his teeth at ESPN behind the camera. He was a director producer behind the camera, and behind the camera at ESPN, he won he won eleven Emmy awards. So I mean, he had a really talented and storied career behind the camera. And then decided he wanted to get in front of the camera and give it a try. And we, we all know what's happening. He's done he's done great. He's won a few more Emmys now in front of the camera. But during my Westchester years. Um, he had to do a stand-up piece for the Masters, and he needed a golf background. And I, as everybody knows, if you don't know, ESPN is, is based in Bristol, Connecticut. Jimmy was living in New York City at the time, and he just needed a background. He called Westchester and asked if he'd come out and just use, you know, a green area as a background to do the stand-up piece for the upcoming Masters. And at the time, Westchester had a um, very uh, politically sensitive uh, issue going on at the club. And every time somebody, somebody, somebody from the press called, they were always worried about who was coming and what, what were they doing and were they taking pictures and who were they trying to interview and what were they trying to do with it. So they had this policy. If anybody from the press wanted to come on, they had to know what the topic was. And if the topic was okay and they approved it, a staff member had to be with the person to make sure they were, in fact, doing what they said they were doing. So Jimmy called the club to do the stand-up piece. And, and uh, my director of golf, John Kennedy, said, there's a guy coming up from ESPN. Uh, he's going to be here for about an hour. We just spent some time with him. I said, sure. And Jimmy came up to do a stand-up piece, and, and I was his chaperone, if you will. And we, and we kind of hit it off talking golf, and he was he was a relatively new player at the time, and, and we started talking. He wound up, come, wound up coming out and taking some golf lessons after that. And uh, a few years later, he said to me, you know, Tom, you know, Sandy and I, his wife, Sandy actually, his wife was Katie Kirk's producer at the Today Show, as a matter of fact. So she's actually... Uh, a pretty well thought of person in the industry as well. We're going to move to Rye. You know, how, how do I make application to join Westchester? So I actually put him in touch with the club president and our, and our golf chairman at the time. And uh, about a year and a half later, he's a member of the club. So we, we've been friends a long time. So through the course of the conversation, did you learn anything about Jimmy that you didn't already know? Yeah, I was, I was a little, I, it's funny after we hung up from, you know, Instagram Live went off. I, I called him to thank him, and and I I I I love giving him crap about because he, he Jimmy Jimmy professes to know everything about everything about sports. You know, he, he knows more than you and I put together. Uh, just ask just ask him; he'll tell you. Um, and I caught him off guard on that Len Bias question. If you remember the Len, Jimmy went to University yeah. of Maryland, and, and I threw a date at him, and the date happened to be the date that Len Bias died. You know, of, of the cocaine overdose. And I threw this date at him, and I, and I kind of stumped him, and I, I gave him, I gave him a lot of crap about that on the phone afterwards. I said, "Man, <laughs> you, you, you're, you're supposed to be, you're supposed to be the King Turpin, and you didn't know, you don't have that date memorized. Are you kidding me?" 
uh, we would ask <laughs> about that. But uh, um, no, I you know most of those things. Um, I I've done a couple of live um, club events with Jimmy where I've been a moderator and kind of you have questions for him. So I kind of knew where I what I wanted what I wanted to draw out of him. Uh, he's got so much experience. Uh, I, I wish he had talked more about the Howard Cosell years because he's got some great Cosell stories. Um, uh, and he and he didn't go he didn't go as much into it. Usually he bites on that one pretty good. Uh, you know he worked with Howard kind of as Howard's gopher for almost two years at the beginning of his career. Uh, and, and think about you know for the older folks out there we're dating ourselves a little bit, but you know, Howard Cosell obviously is a sports icon, and and Jimmy cut his teeth with Howard, and uh, um, he's got some great Cosell stories. And he didn't really he didn't really go into it too much. So I was a little disappointed in that. Um, but no, you can't you can't stump you can't stump Jimmy too much. It's pretty hard. Hi, TP. Let's uh, let's switch gears a little bit because I want to I want to spend uh, time talking about you uh, for the next few minutes. And one of the things that you very, recently posted. <laughs> well, we'll be the judge of that. Um, you recently posted on social media that you'd love to spend some time with Lee Trevino. Why? Yeah. You know, I, I've always um, I've always been enamored with Trevino. I'll tell you a funny story, Chris. I it's not so funny actually. It's actually kind of pissed me off really. I reached out to Trevino about two or three years ago uh, and introduced myself via via an email, explaining you know who I was and what I do for a living, and, and I really uh, would love if he could, you know carve out some time. I'd like to fly to Dallas and, and just sit with him for a couple hours and pick his brain. And I got a very very um, I guess nasty, maybe nasty is an exaggeration, but a not so nice reply from his manager, not even from him, saying uh, thanks but no thanks, um, which really kind of was disappointing. But he's just a guy that I've always marveled at. I mean, self-made, you know, dug it out of the dirt himself. You know, you know, poor, poor as poor can be. Uh, you know, it's just a great American story. I mean, here's a guy who grew up in a, in a dirt, a dirt poor house. You know, uh, with not a penny to his name, went into the Marines, served the country, came out, and 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 he's working on a drive range, picking up golf balls. And the next thing you know, he wins the U.S. Open. I mean, and and then you know, we all know what happened after that. I mean, he just you know, one of the great one of the great players of the game ever. Uh, great ball striker, self-made. You know, didn't do anything really bad. Drove it straight. Drove it. You know, sneaky long. Actually, people don't realize sneaky long. Great iron player, unbelievable wedge player, incredible wedge player, and, and part of the ball beautifully. Really had no weaknesses. Uh, so just a marvelous story. And you gotta have gotta have a wealth of wealth of information. And the stuff you see on social media and the stuff you see on YouTube with him is all kind of ha ha can stuff. You know, he's always a comedian, but I'd really love to sit down and have a serious golf conversation with him because he's got to have a incredible incredible bevy of knowledge uh, just just locked away in there, and it. It's it's got to be priceless, absolutely priceless. So along those same lines, TP, did you ever interview, talk with, give a lesson to somebody that you know you were really excited about spending some time with, and they ended up walking away from the experience thinking, "I'm never want to talk to them again." I'm gonna give you the out. You don't have to mention a name, but did yeah, that I'm, happen? I'm not gonna mention. I'm not going to mention the name, but I'll tell you the story. There's a there's a a certain credit card company that's very famous, and I got to uh, teach um, the president CEO of the company 
uh, of this of this global company, and and the guy was uh, you know very well known, especially in the New York area, as a as a really great energetic genius type guy, and and I was really excited about meeting him, and just thought this guy's got to be just a brilliant mind, and and spend some time with him, and he was the most boring human being I've ever met in my life, possibly. It was just absolutely <laughs> like, like, huh? Really? Um, you know, Ivy school educated, you know, I'm giving you a lot of clues here, but, um, it was just like, I walked away thinking this guy runs, he does what? He runs what company? How, how is that? How is that possible? You know, I mean, it's just not possible, but, uh, yeah, you, you know, it's, it's amazing, you know, the, the persona some of these people carry, whether they're athletes or, or business icons, uh, Chris and, and, and then you meet him in person, you're thinking, wow, that was just, that was horrific. That was really, uh, really boring, <laughs> to say the least. And yeah, so you, we've all had those experiences, you know, uh, on, on the, on the player side, um, and I'm so happy to report it's different now, but my first, my first two experiences during the Buick with Tiger were, were not pretty at all. Um, when the camera was on, he was a superstar. When the camera was off, he was not very nice at all, not very pleasant, to say the least. And that's, I'm putting it, I'm really being very nice about that. Very, very, it was nasty, just downright nasty, for no reason at all. And uh, I had a recent experience about a year and a half, two, almost two years ago now at Bay Hill. Um, Joey Ocava, who Caddy's from now, is a good friend of mine, and Denise's, and uh, we, we wound up spending a little bit of time, about 20, 30 minutes with Tiger and Joey, at Bay Hill, and he couldn't have been, he could not have been any nicer, any more engaging, any more pleasant. Reme- remembered that we'd done a couple of clinics together in the 90s at Westchester. Actually, remember them. I was kind of like, wow, yeah, of course you remember you. You busted my balls unmercifully. Um, <laughs> and, and, when, and when he walked away, I turned to Joey and I said, that's like not even the same human being. And I said to Joey, what, what do you think, what do you think the difference is? And Joey's not hesitating because Joey's very good at this. Said he has kids, Tom. They changed them. Kids changed them, uh, which I thought was really interesting. And Joey's a. Wow. If anybody knows that, knows Joey, Joey Okava knows that Joey Okava is one of the great husbands and fathers on the planet. And I and I'm a father, and, and I and I know what you know. I I know what my son means to me. But Joey was convinced that the kids actually changed Tiger for the extreme better, which I was so happy to see and. Uh, a good ending to a bad story. You know? That is a good ending to a bad story, so that's great. Um, along those same lines, sports heroes that you had growing up, you know, at, at, at ones you've had an opportunity to, to maybe meet, some that were good, some that were not so good. Well, I'll tell you the worst one ever, and it's, it's an easy one, and you're going you're gonna to think I'm setting you up, and I'm not. This is a true story. So I'm at Westchester one day, and very rarely when I was at Westchester was, was I in the golf shop because I was usually out on the range teaching. But this one day, I happened to be in the shop, and the door opens, and in walks um, Andy Pettit, Roger Clemens, and Chili Dave. Okay? Mm. And, and, of course, everybody in the shop stops. They're playing golf at Westchester with a member, and the members had them out to play golf. I didn't even know they were on the property at the time. They come in. And the member says to him, very graciously, guys, I enjoyed the time with you. Now, of course, the members picked up the whole tab for the day. And he says to him, why don't you guys each pick out a shirt 
and and you know it's on me. I'd like to have a Westchester shirt. Pick one out from the shop. And and Andy Pettit kind of feels embarrassed by it, you can tell, and he's not comfortable with it. And, and the member kind of insists, and and they 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 all pick out a shirt, and I look over, and Roger Clemens walks up to the counter with five shirts. Five. Wow. So Pettit's got a shirt. Pettit's got a shirt. Tilly Davis got a shirt, and Clemens has got five shirts. And he goes, I'll take these five. And and the member member kind of looks around, and now everybody's like, they don't know what to do. The kid, my kid working behind the counter is like, ah, uh, and the member goes, that's fine, put it on my tab. And he takes five shirts. And now I realize when I look out at the door of the shop, there's about five or six little kids outside the door, and they're waiting. You know, they got baseballs and hats and and scorecards. You know, because they're going to try to get an autograph. So the guys just played golf uh, at a great club. They've had lunch. They they just they just raided the pro shop, okay, and now they're walking out and Clement and 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 Chili Davis walks out first. He signs for the kids and the members still talking to Clemens and and Andy Pettit walks out and he signs a couple things and Clemens walks out the door and he, and these kids are like you know between eight and twelve and he pushes them aside and he goes I don't sign and he walks past. Wow. I'm thinking to myself, I'm thinking to myself, you you sob man really. And they kind of, and they, and they leave. And these kids are devastated. Because, listen, out of those three guys at this time, the guy they really wanted was Clint. Let's face it. Andy was great. Chili was a utility player. They wanted Clint. So about 10 minutes go by, and I'm kind of sitting the kids down by the punting room talking to them, trying to calm them down. So they're, all, they're all upset. And with this, this guy taps me on the shoulder. I turn around, and it's Chili Davis. And I stand up. He goes, uh, hey, pro, can I talk to you for a second? I said, sure. He goes, listen, he goes, I, I want to apologize for Roger. I said, Chili, I said, you didn't do anything wrong. I said, you know, he goes, you know, can I sit with these kids for a while and talk to them? I said, sure. He sat with them for an hour and talked Wow. And I was like, you know, once a Red Sox, always a Red Sox. That's all I got. Oh. Oh. You had to go there. I hooked you. I kind of reeled it in a little bit. That's wrong. That's wrong. He was good when he was with the Red Sox. He went to the Yankees and then see what happened yeah, to him. He was, yeah, he was a saint. He was a real saint. He's a nice man. What a jerk. <laughs> what a jerk. No, but really, Chris, I mean, yeah. can, you, can, you imagine, can you imagine picking up five shirts and putting them on a counter? Can you imagine no. that? No. Oh, my That's God. Ridiculous. I, I was like, oh, oh, my God. I can't believe this guy just did this. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I saw it myself. I saw the whole thing. It was unbelievable. That's ridiculous. Tom, yeah, before I let you go, remind our listeners again how they can stay up to date with the comings and the goings and the road warrior that now is Tom Patrick. Well, first of all, if anybody's out there, they can email me at tpatrickandmindscreen.com. I might need a place to sleep somewhere in the eastern United States this whole summer. <laughs> so if you have an extra bedroom, let me, let me know. I'm going to be all over the place. <laughs> um, so we're, here's what I know Indiana, Carmel, Indiana Prairie View, one week a month June, July, August, September The dates are on my website In theory, Saratoga, New York One week a month for golf schools TP Golf Schools uh, uh, July, August, September Those dates are on my website I'm doing a, a couple of guest schools that are already booked Whether they happen or not, I don't know uh, And they're all over the country and then I have a new product called Take the uh, Let the Doctor Make a House Call, where you can you can email me and I can come to you at your facility anywhere you want as long as you've got the approval of your host club and work with you at the facility of your choice. 
Uh, and then I'm going to circle back to Naples one week a month and teach in my home studio. Uh, and thanks to that plug, Chris. I appreciate that. It really did turn out great. It's been wonderful. Um, so I could be just about anywhere, Chris. And obviously the website is TomPatrick.com and then LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, and then the Instagram live show is Thursday nights at 8 o'clock. And Chris Mascaro is the king of the golf podcast. Don't miss him on Tuesdays. He always has great guests on and he's the greatest guy in the airwaves. And we're so happy to be part of his show. Yeah. I appreciate you very much, TP and his ear. If you end up driving back down to uh, to Naples and you're driving oh, back through Atlanta, if you if you if you promise to boil yourself, if you promise to boil yourself before you get no to Atlanta, makeup. maybe we can do that. No makeup calls. No makeup calls. No makeup calls. No. Hey, hey, Chris, give John use my best, will you please? Uh, I absolutely will do that. And, 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 and Mr. And Mr. Jones as well. I will do. Absolutely. TP, take care, my Kyle, friend. Be safe. We'll catch up soon. You're the best, Kyle. Love being on. Thanks, Chris. Ah, thank you. You are too. See you, TP. That's a great Tom Patrick. And again, folks, Instagram Live, Thursday night, 8 o'clock Eastern Time. Tom is a, a wonderful host and a, and a great interviewer, you know, in his own right. So don't let him sell you short. He's fantastic. And so is the show. So be sure to check that out as well. And I look forward to catching up with Tom again here in the next couple of weeks. 